You are listening to Digging In Podcast, presented by Rooted Wealth Advisors. Hey everybody, welcome into another episode of the Digging In Podcast. I'm your host, Kincho Kelly, helping you get those questions answered to and through retirement. Today, I am with the financial advisor, extraordinaire, tax enthusiast of Champagne and Bloomington, John Saverino. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) We're back. Every time, man. Every time. Uh, Excited to see you. Excited to be down here. That's right. What's going on with you? Anything new? First and foremost, if you're watching, I want you to like this video. I want the most <laughs> likes on this video of all talking money, or <laughs> of all digging in. Every single video we put out, I want the likes. Anyway, ask that question. <laughs> uh, I love I love talking money. Thank you. By the way, Thank you. I watch we'll every it. single episode. I don't know if anybody else watches every single episode, but I sure do. Hopefully my mom um, does. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great, man. Thanks. I love seeing you explain these financial topics. I can tell that you've uh, studied from the school of Zach Gray, as we like to call it. Absolutely. Because um, it really does, your, your genuine heart for teaching people really comes across. Yeah. You take a complicated financial topic and break it down so that me little, over me, little me over here, not a financial advisor, can understand it. And then hopefully I can turn around and turn it into something else, right? But yeah. um that's, that's really cool for you to see. I'm excited. A season two kicks off here to see what you're going to cover. And uh, Phil, our main man, always makes the graphics look amazing. That he does. That he does. <laughs> Today, man, I want to broach a, uh, a topic we've never covered before. I don't okay. think you've covered it on Talking Money. And okay. I know I haven't covered it on Digging In. But, okay. you know, Digging in, we're about real, authentic conversations and answers here. That's right. And today, I want to talk about breaking up. Breaking up. All right. Breaking up. I, after, you know, I, I've been with Rudith for uh, for almost two years, and I've, I've heard a lot of objections as to why people wouldn't want to work with us as a firm. Yeah. And the one that always gets me is, you know, John did a great job of presenting tonight, but we're happy with our financial advisor. We've, we've been with him for 20 years. And they're leaving with a page full of notes and of value because you've poured your heart out for the better part of an hour or two, yeah. depending on what you're, you're teaching and presenting that night. And they're leaving with topics of like sequence of return risk or um, the, the withdrawal one. I can't remember that one. Order of liquidation. Order of liquidation. Yes. Um, and they're leaving with pages of notes and value that we know that their financial advisor that they've had for so long has never talked to them about. Yeah. How do we deal with breaking up? Absolutely. Um, I mean, as we know, it's all rooted, you know, in emotion, right? And emotionally, uh, change is hard, right? Whether that's breaking up with uh, a significant other, uh, or whether it's with your financial advisor, like that type of change is 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 always going to be difficult. And I, I always empathize, you know, with those that have difficulty in doing so. 
Uh, typically, you know, whether it's, you know, at a workshop, you know, that we're, we're providing just really great value to those that are in attendance or it's in our office, there's always a reason why someone's there, right? And it's because they're missing something when it comes to their financial plan or their retirement plan. And, and typically it's my job to, to dig that up, right? Or uncover what's missing as a part of their plan and or how can we make it more efficient? And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so funny that you bring that up because just last week I had a gentleman in here I mean, we just we shared such a strong connection uh, over many things personally and professionally, and even more so than just that that connection. You know, it was obvious to myself, to him, our team. You know, where we could make a huge impact on his hard-earned money, right? His plan, and you know, when it really came down to making a decision of working together, you know, he shared with me that he had been he, he's been with uh, his current advisor for over, over 40 years. And honestly, I don't know if I've ever sat down with someone that had been with the same advisor for over 40 years. Um, so of course, I empathize, you know, mm -hmm. with with that. You know, but when we can, you know, cut fees in half, bring, you know, four or five times more value when it comes to, you know, the worlds of retirement that we're covering versus what he's covering, mm -hmm. uh, like those two things alone, not, not even to mention tens of thousands of dollars less in taxes we could help save him this year, it was just a breakup he wasn't ready to make. And that, that, that really stinks for me, right? If I'm just being transparent, because really connected with the gentleman, mm -hmm. be a great fit for our firm and for our team, and we can just help in such tremendous ways. Uh, so for me, it felt like I did a disservice to him because maybe I didn't do a good enough job of explaining that to him. But mm -hmm. uh, you know, that was a breakup he wasn't ready to make. So, um, boy. Right, <laughs> I know it's unloading. It's, it's, well, it, well, and it's heavy too. Yeah. Like I, I know in some of my conversations with Zach, yeah, when he's frustrated because he he's not frustrated because we didn't sign a client or didn't bring somebody on board. Yeah, his true frustration lies in we really could have helped this person. Yep, but because fifteen years ago they went to their whatever event mm -hmm. and like that relationship is is bonded i i kind of see it as a positive and a negative i guess because yeah. what we do is so strongly rooted right in relationships and it's what we really pride ourselves on yeah so when when push comes to su shove yeah i hate that somebody wouldn't do that breakup to yeah. come work with us you know me i'm biased i'm gonna <laughs> work with us every day of the week that's, that's why right. i'm here um but yeah, just if other people could see that value, and I think it's hard to show them that value before they actually come on board. But you're right, it is emotional for so many people, mm -hmm. and sometimes they don't even realize that. But your point about change is really interesting because, mm -hmm. I mean, most people don't want to change gyms or, or phone services yep. because they don't want to go through the hassle. So when you're dealing with somebody's entire life savings, of course, that feels like an entire mountain to get to change. Yeah, two examples actually, circling back to just breaking up. You know, what I've found too is, is someone, you know, that, that, you know, becomes a client or just even just a friend um, has such an emotional attachment to a specific stock. Like I've seen this mm. more times than I can count where we just become emotionally attached to a particular stock and the stock could be down 50% filing for bankruptcy and we just can't let go. Mm. And there is a point in time where you have to let go. Not all the time, but there are times that you have to let go, you know, in that example. And I think, you know, when it comes to change, 
Um, and just, you know, breakup, it's, uh, you think back to just our own personal changes, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I had to change dentists uh, when I moved down here. Actually, worse than the dentist was my barber shop. That was a, a very troublesome time. You don't mess with John Severino <laughs> and his fade. You don't. I mean, it was two months of, of just agony mm -hmm. because not only did I just miss my barber shop conversation with Dave, shout out to Dave Crawford. Um, but I just I missed missed the lines that he would do. Mm -hmm. So uh, luckily that was you know a couple months of agony that led to a great one now. But change is hard. Yeah, yeah, and there's there's a big difference <laughs> between forced change, right? And uh, and really not not needing to change, right? Not having that built-in urgency, right? Or having a uh, like window of opportunity closing yep. on you, and that's something that. I think the majority of people are comfortable where they're at. They might know something needs to change, yeah. but it reminds me of, uh, I'm a big Navy SEAL buff and mm -hmm. like read a lot on buds and, and Navy SEALs. And it's like one of their lines, one of their mantras is like, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Okay. I like that. And it's like, yeah, yeah, but that's not for everybody. And there's a reason those are like the elite of the elite is because they've shifted their entire mindset to be like, if it's uncomfortable, that makes me comfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's like trial by fire. I right, suppose. right. But it's it's the opposite how how the majority of us, especially as civilians, yeah. think. We want something that's that's familiar, that we feel the warm and fuzzies. Yep. Right. Absolutely. And, uh, and so we do know change is hard. But um, any any tips for that change? Um, taking the emotion out of it, which I realize is so, it's, it's really easy for me to say that, um, you know, it's much more difficult to actually to do it, but man, when it comes to hard earned money, when you start to think of just, you know, everything that you had to do to, to build what you have, whether it's, whether it's 50,000, I mean, it doesn't matter the amount, it's all relative to, to you. But once you really start to look at it from that perspective, take the emotion out of it, it just becomes a little bit more cut and dry of, you know, hey, if, if this particular person or this particular team can bring me that much more value where it's going to save tens of thousands of dollars and headache and loss of sleep and, you know, all these different emotional things mm -hmm. later down the line, like it does become easier to, to make that decision, in my opinion. Once again, much easier said than done. But typically, if we can, we can take the emotion out of um, finances, it typically becomes a lot easier. I've heard that from one of your workshops before. Step one, don't get emotional. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I usually just hit them between the eyes with that, but it's the, it's the honest truth, and sometimes that's what we need, you know, in this industry is, is just the honest truth, whether we like it or we don't. <laughs> the honest truth coming straight from John Savarino. That'll do it for this episode of Digging In. Until next time, keep digging in. This was Digging In Podcast, presented by Rooted Wealth Advisors.